Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Dialogue Podcast. Your name, the name is Spencer. You guys already know that. I've been a part of every podcast so far, so <laughs> it's not, it's, uh, it's been a long time, though, so hopefully you haven't forgotten me. Um, today, I'm going to go over a topic um, called parasocial relationships and it's it's been a problem of mine in the past but i think it's also been somewhat in the rise um, probably on the downfall in terms of the problem if it's uh, linearly um, affected by covid19 and as covid's on the way out i'm guessing it's supposed to be getting better but it's just a theory anyways what's been up uh it's been a long time since i've been on here i haven't done podcast material the break it's been about a month now um break was somewhat necessary for me to to refine like myself and in why i was doing this whole thing to begin with and i think there were definitely signs showing in like previous podcasts that the material was somewhat lacking as we were going through um some of the other podcast material that we have. I think I finally landed on something that I wanted to talk about today. So that's that's where we are right now. So it's been it's been a long time. Ready to give this another go. We'll see how it how well it ends up being. Um in terms of in terms of how I thought this podcast would go, I I had like I had a bunch of information to share because as someone who was in like a parasocial relationship or pretty much dealing with one um, being the person who invented it for myself, whatever. um, I thought I would have like a lot of evidence that I'd be willing to share and maybe maybe I'll be willing to share later. I'll be I'll be able to share like snippets and whatnot because I used to have a diary that actually kept track of all the all the lines of thinking that I had as I was going through it. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just recently read it like right before this podcast and it kind of lifted my mood up because I was, I was like, damn. I'm very irrational here, <laughs> clearly speaking. You know, I'd like to I like to think that as I was going through um, that situation of mine, that I, I was somewhat like rational as I was proceeding through the different information that I was given as I was trying to interact with the said person. But I'll, ha- I'll have more details on that later. Um, there, there's a couple things that I'd want to like set up first. Um, talk about first before we actually get to my personal antidote so in terms of life updates um yeah i needed the break for a little bit i felt like i was i felt like i was losing a part of i guess the the value that i knew i could bring to other people um and i I, you know i've questioned a lot about how i've been spending my time um i spend my time with a lot of people namely like my inner group of friends the san francisco crew um, i very recently started like virtually gaming with someone from arizona um everyone across those different um across those different backgrounds and those different places they're all like centered on self-improvement um and mental health or at least to some extent, they're willing to talk about it. So um, it's it's great being able to bounce ideas off of them. But I don't feel like I've necessarily ex- been experiencing life um, the same way that I was like a year ago. 
And so when I think about myself a year ago, I think about being self-minded focused, having less responsibilities in terms of like the relationships that I was involved with um, and was, yeah, just primarily focused on like my own individual growth and development, um, which I don't think it was anything wrong with that. But I feel like today, now that the context is a little different in terms of uh, responsibilities being split up in multiple directions, namely even the job that I'm doing um, and like the, the relationships that I have within my job. And then also the expanded network now. It's hard for me to gauge whether or not my ideas and the kind of flow, the generational creativity that I have, capacity that I have, is keeping up with the kind of content that I want to see the healthy dialogue brand going in. So, like, to some extent, I, I feel less worthy than where, where I was like a year ago, or perhaps when I even started the, the brand. Um, in terms of how the content is being like what the what the standard of the content that I'm generating is becoming. So um, I did I did reach out to to like an old friend of mine over Instagram. Turns out he's the <laughs> we we had like one stray may, male audience member and it was um it was someone that I had worked with a long time ago. So it was nice reaching back out to him again. Not that I knew that that was him. But, but rather, I just happened to to realize amongst that um, interaction that we conveniently had was uh, pretty much introduced him back to me as the the male audience. So, yeah, it was it was cool getting to interact with him again. He had some like nice words to say about um, about the content that I made, and then also realizing that we had some shared interests in other people out there and what they do so yeah we're here now um a little reinvigorated with some <laughs> with some confidence that this could go pretty well um and i think this story that i have to share today is probably going to be worthwhile at least not not even to me which i know it would be to me as i'm like wording out the the different ideas that i've had about um parasocial relationships to begin with i I've talked about this with Alon in particular. I don't think I've really reached out to anyone else about how the parasocial like relationship um, that I was dealing with has gone. So I was willing to open up about this topic um, in the sense that maybe it's just a life experience that other people would be willing to hear um, and also set the record straight for myself. Uh, if there were any uncertainties that I was having with, with, that whole situation so hopefully hopefully i'm like killing two birds with one stone here um <laughs> with, with trying to just open up my feelings and thoughts about this situation okay so what are or i guess there, there was one more thing that i needed to speak on, on which is i'm about to take like a two week break from work two and a half week break from work um so between like the 10th and the 27th is when I'm just gonna not have like work. Well, okay. Actually I'll probably have work responsibilities that I'll need to do like every once in a while, but but at least for the most part, I'll be on 
PTO per se. So the idea is, is that I wouldn't be working, but odds are I might get called in to do something and you know, there, there goes my, <laughs> my time off. So, um, that's, the, that's the idea. Um, this last weekend we were supposed to listen to, um, a band and Alon had set up like a music discussion for Saturday at four. So if you guys saw that, excuse me for, <laughs> for not having like added details as to, as to what was going on in our minds for that. But Alon was feeling sick most of last week. I was actually feeling sick on, on Monday of last week, so a week ago. And I, I didn't know how I was going to be for, for the rest of the week, but I actually bounced back on Tuesday. Um, and Alon was still feeling sick up until that Saturday. I don't know when he actually felt sick, but, um, but yeah, we had to end that, uh, or we canceled that music discussion. Um, but I will admit I did listen to the album that we were supposed to do and maybe I'll include the, the album back in there, but, um, somewhere like, I, yeah, you know what, in the YouTube description i'll probably list the the album we were supposed to listen to um and i'll list that on like everywhere else as well so on anchor which should distribute everywhere else um yeah i i really enjoyed the music that was supposed to be reviewed <laughs> even though there wasn't too many lyrics to pay attention to um ended up pretty good i i was a huge fan of the instrumental uh like pieces um, and I, I hit that over with some other people from uh, the San Francisco crew that I was hanging out with. And they seemed to enjoy like bits and pieces of, of the album as well. Okay. I think we're ready to get into the main topic of today, which is going to be parasocial relationships. And what is it? So I was, I was trying to take a look on the internet to see if they would give me like an accurate representation. And I think the general that, the general definition of a parasocial relationship was, um, I guess, like what one website said, which was parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. Parasocial relationships are most common with celebrities, organizations such as sports teams, or television stars. And as I was reading that, I didn't know why like sports teams were considered like a parasocial relationship. Do you just not like, I don't know. Do you, in what way would like a organization or like a sport team would be like considered a parasocial relationship? I understand with celebrities because say like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are hyped about Tom Holland or, or Ryan Reynolds or Robert Downey Jr. to name a few. So it's like you got all these competent people who are great at acting and are great like humans usually when they're portrayed on these talk shows or whatnot. And you can get like heavily invested in the actors' lives. The Kardashians, namely, is also like another, <laughs> another like cringeworthy group of people. But um, yeah, I know they've been running like successful businesses and like a successful TV series. So yeah, 
I don't know. I, I understand celebrities more than I do sports teams. Um, television stars, yep. Kind of the same. Um, from my understanding, the COVID elevated, um, or COVID has elevated the problem a little bit in people. And I, um, I think namely one website was saying that like the, the, there's lower opportunities and in real interaction with other people. And so we swapped over to these other groups of people to develop parasocial relationships around as a substitute for real relationships. Um, which I, I think is fine, but there are, there are like lines that have to be drawn um, when it comes to developing those parasocial relationships. And um, some people cross the line and other people never cross it, but it's, it's hard to know. And so what I was taking a look at like afterwards, I guess in the Google search, when I search for parasocial relationships, came up this other like prompt, which was can parasocial relationships be healthy? And I, I just want to say that this, this website, its name is women's health magazine. And so I'm wondering if like Paris, I don't, I don't know why the women's health magazine needed to like come up with some reasoning in their article that parasocial relationships had the possibility to be healthy. But here's, here's their exact wording for that. Parasocial relationships can be healthy in the sense that this person inspires you, encourages you, and helps you feel connected to others. Unlike people who actually have relationships within real life, this person is never going to be mean, unkind, or reject you. And that was a quote by Theron. Um, I, I don't I didn't get the full name of the quote, but that was that was the listed name from Google or on the Google web page, um, which I thought was interesting because how why are parasocial relationships that are somewhat kind of looked down upon because it's like lacking in some real elements of what a relationship should contain? Why is it that a parasocial relationship can be healthy for you? Um, and some of the listed, the named listed key points or I guess pros for parasocial relationships is that they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to mistreat you. Which I thought was interesting. So if you're only filtering if your parasocial relationships only filter like positive energy in your direction and they're not going to have that capacity to be able to like reject your existence, then why would you not always want to have a parasocial relationship? And uh, the problem is, is that it's like you never seek out the rejection, nor is the rejection owed to you either when you're in a parasocial relationship. Because no one's going to ever deal, no one's ever going to deal the rejection to you other than, and you're not going to accept rejection from anyone else other than the person who you're having a parasocial relationship with. So if you're never going to be given that energy to be rejected, 
then you're just going to constantly be within the loop of this person is a positive light to me. Um, and I do understand the inspiration and the encouragement um, and the helps you feel connected to others. And there are some people who I listen to um, who kind of share that energy with me as well. So one person namely, and this is me and the, the male audience guy, um, him and I actually share some interest in this person as well. But Jordan Peterson, uh, I think, was the named biggest influence of either my 2020 life or my 2021 life. And honestly, it's probably both. Um, having him as like a positive psychological side or having having him as a positive positive reinforcement in the ideas that I have and into my existence through his psycho his psychology background has enabled me to have some confidence that there is like a brighter future for myself if I tend to the responsibilities that I should be tending to. If I feel specific ways, this is how I should interpret that and make use of myself to be as productive as possible. Like that's the kind of inspiration that this person has given me. And it's great. It's genuinely great. There's another person that I've had um, a parasocial relationship with per se. Um, I think mine with Jordan is definitely like a, or Dr. Peterson is definitely like <laughs> at a tame level. I don't, I don't feel like I've crossed like any negative, any like boundaries, unhealthy boundaries with him. I have crossed a unhealthy boundary with someone else. And this will be me getting into my personal story of a, per, uh, of a parasocial relationship that I had with um, a Twitch streamer. And what I will say, if you guys aren't familiar with Twitch, Twitch is a platform where you're able to just stream to like your channel. Um, it, it's supposed to be around gaming. It has been around gaming for a long time, but it's turned into like a, you can stream anything kind of deal other than like nudity, which arguably has been an exception in some cases. Um, it's becoming more popular to be streaming nudity um, and being able to get away with it, even though it's against the rules. But beside the point, I think Twitch is mostly built around this idea that you can, you can, build communities through the different tools that this live streaming application can provide to any content creator out there. So if you want to be able to chat with the creator of the content, you can do that using this chat bar. If you want to subscribe to this channel or this content creator so that they can continue growing their work or like continue providing work, while also in, like gaining community benefits or subscriber benefits, then there's a, like a subscribing option. And there's like three tiers to that. Um, if you want, if you don't want to be a part of that and you just want to like donate large sums of money, you can also do that too. So there's a lot of interaction methods between perhaps a viewer and the content creator. And the content creator has a lot of tools at their disposal too, to enhance the, um, to, 
to enhance the value of and the quality of the content that they're providing. It's all real time, generally speaking. You can send out like pre-recorded content, but I don't think that's why Twitch viewers necessarily go to Twitch. I think people who want to have like video, highest quality video interaction, pre-recorded video, um, pre-recorded video um, interaction, they go to YouTube and then they have the comment section afterwards, which is like after the thought. Um, so there's not like live interaction per se. Um, but Twitch does provide that live interaction, um, which is why I think it's probably the best in its in its streaming type for for all kinds of content creators. So you've seen <laughs> you've seen Bernie Sanders on there, I think. You've seen AOC. So there's some politicians who actually go to go to Twitch to live stream like events that they're having with with different communities. So it's honestly an awesome platform. At least I was a huge fan of it at the time um, when I was using it a lot. So that was like a couple years ago. Um, and definitely when it came out, like I used to try streaming myself <laughs> and it's uh, uh, maybe maybe I'll have that story for a different time. But yeah, I used to do Twitch streaming as well, knowing the full capacity at which Twitch was providing like great value to to viewers while also being able to be like a great platform for new and fresh content creators to to get a name for themselves so great place um anyways so that's a little bit about twitch um i was a part of a um or rather my parasocial relationship was with someone of the group of offline tv and so this person by the name of star smitten was someone who was highly energetic when it came to mental health issues would hope would host like a couple um well not only that she was great at gaming as well and i i had a whole lot of appreciation for for what she stood up for um the different kinds of content that she would create revolving around um mental health awareness, depression awareness. Um, it was just like a real person, at least in, pre in presentation when it came to like the, the actual uh, streaming content. So great at games, stood for the same things. I was a huge fan, um, <clears throat> which was great. So I ended up, I ended up, like subscribing to her channel and whatnot. And I think with most, most other Twitch streamers out there, they have like their own set of perks when it comes to subscriptions with their content, especially on Twitch. Um, one of the packages was, was a discord community. Um, and it was a, sorry, a subscription subscriber only discord community and so i ended up being a part of that um and a large amount of the dialogue that went within that discord community was some pretty harmless stuff for the most part so you had people who would um <clears throat> you would have people who would talk about like anime 
because that was like also a part of the the shared values of the content creation. Um, some people who would just randomly chat. <laughs> it was uh, like most of the most of the subscribers in there were also there for the same reasons. So they really enjoyed the the presence of Star Smitten, um, the things that she stood for, the great content. Um, also was like a part of the group. So the, the group itself is pretty huge with a lot of big name um, streamers. Some of the biggest actually. Um, and like just by association, I think a lot of people like were exposed to her content. Um, and I, I guess to some extent that was me too. But yeah, like this is just her Discord, whatever. Um, in one segment, there was one like, there was one Discord channel which revealed a lot of um, Star Smitten's like personal life. And it was to some extent, it was kind of like a diary. And then what some people would do after hearing the different um, perspectives that she had to provide over in that channel, some people would respond back in another channel where like, where subscribers were able to like have that interaction with her um, and like respond back to, to different ideas that she would post. So yeah, there was, there was definitely like a give and take when it came to the interactions that subscribers could personally have to some, to some extent, it was like somewhat personal um, when it came to the, I don't know, whatever, like Star Smith wanted to talk about. So sometimes she would talk about like um, her struggle with depression and struggle with like, what's it called? Something syndrome, <laughs> which, which isn't very helpful. It's, um, it's not identity syndrome. What's it called? This is going to bother me if I can't, can't figure this out. It's not in, oh, it's imposter syndrome. That's right. Imposter syndrome. So like sometimes she would have issues with imposter syndrome, thinking that like the credit that she, or the, all the, all the revenue or perhaps like success she was experiencing was not, was not like owed per se. Like she didn't feel like she was worthy of the amount of success that she got. So you know, fair enough. I, I feel like everyone in the Twitch streaming world would kind of experience that, especially when you have associations with like big name players um, on the platform. It'd be hard to to just it'd be hard to like separate the idea that like your success is somewhat owed by association to other successful people, which it's it'd be hard to to like actually have a definitive measure measurement of like how much of your own success is because of yourself. So, you know, fair enough, whatever. But I would write in the parasocial relationship that I had, 
I would write back to those different statements with like a different perspective that I thought was logical. Um, and sometimes there would be like responses to that by her personally. And so she would either emote on the different messages that I sent back um, as like a reaction or like a thankful reaction to what I would have to say. Um, and some people in the, in the community also thought the same way about the things that I said. So even if I had like brought on like a new logical perspective in their eyes, um, you know, I'm not self-proclaiming anything was necessarily logical, but like the perspective that I had did have like a little bit of certainty to what I had to say. So other people agreed with me. She agreed with me through reactions. That was that. Um, <clears throat> and it would kind of build up because that was the the interactions that I would have with her in most cases. So say if she like posted something kind of self-negatory, I would have like something else to say like afterwards. And I, I would try to limit how often I would respond back knowing that like my opinion isn't always the best opinion out there or to be taken. There are plenty of other people in the community, which I also enjoyed. I actually really enjoyed being a part of that group of people. Like they ended up, like most of the people had somewhat of the same problems. So content creator has like depression issues, whatever. I also had depression issues at the past, but I, I feel like I've gotten over it. But I was also building like this identity around myself kind of a, like a month later after I got, got away from that community. But I was, I was also building up a passion for like self-development and um, mental health improvement. So you know, those were kind of the themes of my identity back in like 2020, 2021, early 2021. So yeah, that's kind of where I was going. I really enjoyed the community overall. And I really enjoyed like the content of this streamer. Um, so I would, I would bounce ideas back and forth between them and the people of the community. Like it was a, it was a balanced engagement between individual attention towards the streamer. while also, like attention towards everyone else and that that wasn't because i knew i needed to balance that out just to like clear my name but which i don't even think was necessarily the case but i genuinely felt like i was making a difference when when it came to other people in the community like i was giving out a perspective that i thought was valuable enough that everyone else could also be enjoying or that everyone else could also benefit from so I was super hyped about myself <laughs> and I really enjoyed the, the um, engagement from everyone else, including the streamer. So <clears throat> um, after a few iterations of those interactions happening between me and Star Smitten, I was getting this impression that like some of the words that she would use when describing her situation, especially in the, in the light of the negative depression side of her situation when she had like wrote in those when she had like posted about it um i thought the words that she would use were somewhat of the same in terms of realizations for how to move forward so there would be there would be like ups and downs in terms of like showing emotion or negative um whether negative or positive when it came to uh when it came to like her mental state 
and some of the positive outlooks included the themes that I would like showcase in my perspective. And so I was, I was slowly getting the impression that my words actually had like some meaning into what she was saying. Um, and there were a couple more instances of that where I felt like the perspectives I had were being adopted by the streamer, which gave me more and more confidence up until the point where I was so confident that I had such an influence over the streamer that we were pretty much like we bridged the the gap of like parasocial relationship per se. So by definition that I had read earlier from that one website, it's like parasocial relationships are one-sided where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time. And the other party, the, the persona is completely unaware of the other's existence. I don't feel like my existence, especially at the time. And I've, I've done a lot of reflecting because this has been like a year and a half ago, right? I've done a lot of reflecting since then. I don't feel like my presence was completely unaware. What I will say, though, is that my emotional energy was definitely more one-sided. Interest in time, yes. But the complete unawareness is also not there. And so when I think of like relationships in general... <clears throat> When I think of like an actual relationship and here's, here's me like not actually thinking I was in the right at all here when it came to the parasocial relationship. So in terms of the emotional energy and the interest in time, when I think about my own personal, like real relationships that I have with most, with pretty much my whole network, when I suggest something, I expect somewhat of that genuine effort to that I've like generated like thoughtful feedback for someone else or like thoughtful, like a thoughtful discussion that I invite someone else to be a part of that discussion with. When I have, when I make those opportunities, I expect those to be somewhat fulfilled or somewhat matched. And the way that I saw my relationship with Star Smitten at that time was that it was being matched through the like the adoption of the words and perspectives that I had when I was providing feedback to her about like different perspectives on her situation. So that was where I thought I was bridging the gap between a parasocial relationship and like a normal relationship. It wasn't until like when I had written like a birthday note um, in May, sometime in May, I can't, it's either like the 30th or the 31st, I can't remember. I had like written a birthday note to her saying that like, I really appreciated the content. Like I, I, completely respect you as a person and i made like some note about some romantic feelings which is definitely crossing the line between like emotional energy and interest in time um, i didn't feel like 
I felt like I was known in the community. I was known by her. I was known by the mods. And that particular post that I had like written a lot of effort into was like definitely crossing the line of unhealthy in appearance to everyone in those communities or to like the whole community and like the mods. So it got taken down and then that I was pretty much banned from everything afterwards. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I just needed to share that story though, in the sense that when I reflect back on what that parasocial relationship did for me, I genuinely thought that I had like an actual relationship going. And the kind of good that it did for me is hard to ignore because I felt like I was at my physical prime because of how much, how much sacrifice, how much I was willing to sacrifice for my physical well-being knowing that I had like such a great relationship like that. Like my influence was such a great good for someone so good for someone who has like a lot of social power. And that was the kind of relationship that I had that propelled my existence or that like inspired me to be the best that I could be because I thought I was doing something amazing for someone who was amazing. And to this day, I still think she's amazing. I, I don't have like resentment towards her or like any of the mod base. I am somewhat bitter when I when I have to like see her every once in a while and just like remembering the kind of cringe <laughs> that I was when I when I had like interactions and, and just kind of knowing that I was shunned off from the group. It's it's hard to it's hard to look past that. But um yeah, I don't know. I've been it's been a year and a half since all of that has gone down for me. I've done like a, a bit of introspection. I've I've grown a lot, like career career wise, especially. Um, since then, I've made a bunch of more friends, talked with a lot of people. I've taken a look at the diary <laughs> as like right before I got here. I felt so much better after doing that. Um, and I I was I thought I was gonna like share some of the some of the posts that I had and maybe I will at some point I don't I don't actually know like I, I should really just humble myself and be like yeah this was me at some point forget my ego it's it's all out the window anyways but no I I when I took a look at the diary I was like damn I really believe this stuff and I I had like so much evidence for it too but the thing that I failed to see was that like there was definitely a gap in the emotional energy and interest in time. It's like added dimensions at which I should have paid attention to when what I considered evidence was happening. So even though like I really enjoy other people bouncing off and matching my energy when it came to the different 
perspectives that I had to share, which I thought was matched, I need to also be paying attention to the emotional energy, interest in time when it comes to, I don't know, anyone. Because Twitch streamers aren't all the like, per se. Because at some point in time, you're going to be like star smitten level of popularity when it comes to Twitch. You're going to be some of the bigger name streamers when it comes to Twitch being like, I don't know, Summit 1G, XQC. There's all these big names, like all these big names out there who have a lot to do with their time. Um, and being a average Joe Schmo viewer is not going to be like worth the added interaction in terms of like growing your community or your brand. It's hard to know with Twitch because growing your brand is also growing your community. And sometimes growing your community means to have like means that you should be having individualistic or sorry, individual interaction with with viewers. And that's where some of my friends are at, uh, like some of the some of the groups that I've been talking with. They're trying to start their own streams and us having those like personal interactions is what is what's necessary, at least for the time being. There's like different steps in which a Twitch streamer needs to change between like, or yeah, pretty much like how, what growing a brand looks like at, at different stages of viewership and popularity. And it just turned out that I was not within the same confines of, or I guess like I, my individualistic interaction was not worthwhile in terms of like emotional energy and interest in time. So, you know, I am somewhat socially stupid, I will admit. So perhaps like my understanding of the situation was not, <laughs> was not in my favor at all. Um, but I do think coming out of that situation, being able to look forward while also figure out ways how to be equally inspired as I was within that parasocial relationship into something else. It's like, how do I transfer that energy from one thing to another? Because I would like to be optimal. And I think I was optimally sacrificing my best and feeling as responsible as I could in that parasocial relationship. So it's a new, it's a new era me anyways and i think healthy dialogue was my attempt at starting to be that and i think it lasted me a little bit but i'm now at a point where i need some new stuff to cling on to and be inspired by and i think i'll, I'll leave you guys off at that thank you guys for listening you know, it's been, again, it's been a long time since I posted one of these and hopefully these will be more frequent than before. Um, I'll, I'll be doing, I'll have a lot of more, I'll have a lot more free time come like later this week. So perhaps I'll have more topics to share in the future, but this was definitely a shot in the dark um, in terms of <laughs> I've thought about doing parasocial relationships as a podcast for three days or for like the past week. And I just never, never got around to doing it. So now we're here. That's where we're at. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time. 
I'll make sure to post the name of the album we were supposed to listen to so you guys can give it a listen as well. Um, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, guys.